Blank Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. No. Welcome to the Thursday, June 3rd episode of Beers with the Brewers. This week on the podcast, we've got Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Walter Keys. Hey. And returning again this week, Justin Jazz Crabs Reich. Hello, Back hello. I'm Mark Richards. Today's show, we're going to talk about a couple of our pilot batches that we have recently and coming up soon from the heart, which is an OCBA collaboration. And all over the place, people are brewing this beer, or at least a variation thereof. And Surfin Sayodo. Hmm. Note that the beer will not actually be called Surfin Sayodo, unless the artist just decides that that is really <laughs> kind of it? sums up there. It's called like Franklinton Smash or something like that. What is it called? It's for Franklinton. It's a Franklinton Friday, experimental at least. Yeah. It's a smash beer. Yes. The label had a name, I thought. So it's a code name right now, Surfin Sayodo, and then. Also, Justin, I think you're going to touch on jazz crabs. Is that right? Uh, no, it's mm. not. It's not on the the to do list today. Fair enough. Well, should we kick it off with from the heart? Oh, why the hell not? Um, yeah. So five percent ABV, forty four IBUs, Amarillo and Idaho seven hops, two row, three white wheat, and some honey malt, and our house and doll. So. Jam with this was because we are not having a uh, craft beer week this year. Um, as a fundraiser, the OCBA had um, some vendors donate ingredients to them, and then breweries were able to buy those ingredients from the OCBA, uh, and everyone made a pale ale or an IPA with those ingredients, uh, somewhat similar, but. Yeah, as you'll find out, everyone kind of did their own thing. Or at least I did anyway. So. Mm-hmm. This is American Pale Ale, right? Yeah. It's it's nice to shift to something a little bit lighter as uh, the weather warms up out there. Although it's gray and miserable today. I think the original recipe... You know John Hagerty from Warpwing was one of the people that um, formulated it, but... They used some Munich and some Caramel 60, neither of which I particularly like using in hoppy beers. So that's why the the white wheat um, give you a little doughy uh, impression and some nice head retention and honey malt, um, which, as I've said numerous times, um, smells like crunch berries. But um, we also did some non-standard hoppy beer stuff, like we did a... Whirlpool at 170 degrees, so we, we lowered the temperature of the kettle down after the boil um, to do the Whirlpool hops, and um, since it was a pilot and I just thought it'd be something kind of fun to do, we did an active fermentation dry hop, so I took some of that Idaho 7 and uh, chucked it in while the yeast were still active, seeing what uh, what might happen there. 
get some biotransformation, although I still think that's fake news. But yeah, overall, it was a cool hop combo. It's one of those ones where sometimes you get an additive effect from two hops. Sometimes they cancel each other out. Sometimes you get some, you know, a weird uh, third where you get flavors that neither one of them represent. This is kind of, you get the flavors of both the hops, um, but they don't really get in the way of either one. Uh, a lot of um, citrus, um, stone fruit. You get a little bit of the, um, a little, almost like an herbal tea thing on the back ends. You get that a lot from Idaho 7. But, um, yeah, there it is. It's good. That little touch of pine in that finish is where I'm at. Because that, is, that as well. Old school guy loves that. Man, this is pretty good. I think... Uh, I'm already thinking crushability is going to be up there on this one. That's really good. How crushable is it? Five? I'll join you with the five. I'm going to go a four. Oh. No, no, I feel all this pressure. Um, I would say four as well. Oh, I'm okay. going to roll all right. four. Yes. Four and a half this week on. So we are doing half from the heart. Well, oh, that's the av- that's the average. Yeah, okay. is that how math works? I think. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I actually just, find I just revere. I find it so crushable. I want. I almost want to go six, but knowing Justin's here, not all beers could be a six. Yeah. I could have done like a. Five, I would kick it down immediately. Five point seven. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like. No math and brewing. It's pretty good. Five percent ABV. It's not too much. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, we didn't drop the hammer on it either in terms of like dry hopping or anything. So it's kind of a little bit. I'm sure you wanted to. No, no. not always. Um, I wanted to. Yeah, well, um, yeah, kind of on the, the higher end for a pale ale, but lower end for an IP, IPA, mm-hmm. which is usually where we end up brewing our pale ales these days. Yeah, it's still got a great hop aroma, and I get a touch of dank in the end, too. A little bit. Might have to get Hodge in here. So dank. <laughs> great. Thanks, Hodge. It's good content. Yeah. Well, so moving on to code name Surf and Scioto. I hope we did something with the water uh, after it came straight out of Scioto. We didn't. This is... Uh it was actually just straight water from the Scioto okay. uh, that Dan dry hopped. Dumped it out of your kayak uh, at the end of the run. Yeah. All the stuff that collects up around your, your socks and your sandals when you... Yeah. Already this we dry socked it. delicious. Mm-hmm. Or I guess that would be a wet sock. We okay. wet socked it. Moving on. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so the the surfing part of this comes from uh, the Waimea. So this is a smash beer. All Waimea hops. Um, and so smash is single malt, single hop. Uh, the other part of that, the single malt, is um, Origins Brewer's Malt. So they are a local maltster. Um, I think they are operating, well, certainly in Ohio. There's, but... Um, in the neighboring states as well. So it was really cool to get to use something uh, local. But um, 
but five but um uh 5.3 abv a little higher uh 60 ibus is ymas is uh, pretty high alpha hop but um mm. yeah when i first tried this it's like man that is super super familiar and um what it reminded me of was uh when i was Getting my brewing education overseas, it reminded me a lot that's of the hoppy beers um, that you would get in the UK. Because, as you know, much as in in the states, everyone uses kind of like their base two row. Everyone uses Maris or variants thereof. Um, you know, even though we we kind of reserve um, using those malts for, um, you know. UK inspired styles um, they use it for everything over there so it's just the character of it was very familiar uh, in that regard it's got a distinct malt character for sure like yeah. it's it's in the front yeah it is it's almost like I get like an aggressively grassy thing from this malt and you could smell it even from the fermenter just like pulling samples off yeah when we were checking fermentations it's just like this really really like green grassy character with like a little bit of like freshly baked bread on the back end yeah it's really interesting it grabs your attention quick but i do think you kind of acclimate to it it's kind of something like on first sip you're like this is not what i expect yeah it's very different yeah yeah it's got a really unique finish uh that you can't adapt to it pretty quick but that i'll tell you this is super super pale yeah, I like uh, the color a lot, you know, which I feel like with a lot of uh, maltsters, they're kind of moving towards that, trying to get their pale malt as pale as possible, just because that's the the shift for IPAs. Yeah, color looks beautiful, though. It, may, it just looks refreshing with that slight haze. Uh, yeah, it draws you right in. It's interesting with uh, that sort of grassiness that Justin was talking about, because when you... Um, it, it's very evident when you try it before the dry hop but then after you hit it with the hops it's kind of melds in and it's you can't really tell where that character starts and where that where the hop character takes off from there particularly with um YMA has a pretty aggressive uh piney dank note to it so dank <laughs> you know YMA is part of the uh of the hop bill and pool party and it's something that I kind of wanted to pull out and explore on its own and see if we could use it in something that's a little bit not that pool party isn't a hoppy beer but certainly something like a pale ale or an ipa that's more hop forward and it makes me want to use it more um with some of our big boy hops mm-hmm. well it's that time How is it? four 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 I'm a five on this one. I really like this. <laughs> Man, we almost had the bell out and ready. Man. All right, Dan, I'd let you twist my arm into another. I actually think it's so curious, that mall profile, that I think I would need one more beer to suss that out. Yeah. Best start get sussing. <laughs> get <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> you best get to sussing, boy. <laughs> Oh, dear. That's pretty good. Now, Walt, do you know anything about the artist for... The, the artist this week or this month is Kalia Carr. And so she did like a like this sort of grid 
pattern of all these different little illustrations um, that looks pretty sharp on the can. So she'll be in next week to take some photos and stuff and package the beer, obviously. And so we'll uh, we'll blast that out to everyone. But uh, looks pretty sharp and should yeah. be fun. And I mean, the last you know last month was a huge day down here. Um, that last Franklin's Friday. So you know. I haven't looked at the weather uh, report, but it should be a lot of fun. I mean, especially with things opening back up. If, well, I guess as of recording, they haven't officially opened back up. COVID's but sort of over. In theory, as of tomorrow, we should be able to um, kind of uh, get a little bit more back to normal in terms of the bar operation and stuff. So could be a pretty fun Friday. Um, if you're looking for something to do next Friday, Franklin's and Friday, come down for the release of this beer and it's Franklin's and Friday packaging and uh, live music and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's a classic Walt undersell there. That'd be pretty fun. It might be pretty Should all right. be pretty might fun. Might be pretty kind of okay. If you got nothing else to do. Ah, I guess if you want to do something. There's no the place I'd do. rather be. <laughs> Yeah, no, no it, it'll be a, it'll be a hoot, as they say. Oh, sure. Justin will be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be uh, um, spinning plates out in the uh, the beer garden like I do every Friday. Come see Justin's uh, Spin plate plates. spinning routine. Oh yeah, yep. That's um, a classic. Tips are accepted. I do have Venmo because um, I'm a millennial, so obviously that's yeah. how I do all my uh, financial exchanges. Yep. So, yeah, um, come Doge, Venmo me. Dogecoin Venmo. <laughs> yep. Do- only Bitcoin, Dogecoin. Venmo coin. Venmo coin, which <laughs> is just getting off the ground. Yeah, it's so does it. Elon's brother, Eloy. Um, <laughs> Eloy. Been, Eloy. Eloy. Eloy Musk. Okay. Eloy Musk okay. has been running Venmo coin for a couple months now. Better part of the year. I like the naming convention yeah. among siblings there in the family. That's the family, <laughs> Elaine, uh, when she was naming her kids. <laughs> um, Maybe we should just start naming all the experimental series after the Musk children. Just <laughs> Eloy, Eloy, <laughs> Ellie, Earthy, um, Earthy Musk. Yeah. Breaking news. We have a new food truck next Monday. Oh, man. Tibetan Momo. Oh, Momo, 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 Momo. We just locked up our Momos there. Um, yeah, I, I have not had Tibetan Momo. I know they, they've also, they also, I think, frequent at Antiques on High and maybe Seven yep. Um And I have seen pictures of their food on Instagram, pretty, and it looks pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, uh, they do Momo, so they do, like, the dumplings. Mm-hmm. They also do some like noodle dishes that look just outstanding. Yeah, I'm excited to eat those. And oh, I yeah. guess I could have gone to Antiques on High or somewhere to get them, but I didn't really go anywhere for a year. Well, hey, if these noodles look taste half as good as they look, we're in for a real treat. Oh yeah, Clark. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Walt, what else we got going on down here in Taproom? As Mark mentioned on Mondays, Tibet Momos here starting next week, and is also our movie night. Uh, you might be wondering what movie is playing on Monday. And but we can't we tell you. We can't tell, tell you. <laughs> uh, because of our uh, licensing agreement with the, the movie company. Um, but there are ways to find out. Those ways are you either call our uh, very modern and state-of-the-art movie phone 
line, 313LG movie. Call that on your touchstone phone. Or you can follow um, <laughs> at Land Grant Movies, at Land Grant Movie Phone on uh, Instagram. It's a private account, so uh, follow us and we will preview and you can uh, get that right in your feed what the next movie is. Uh, private account, just so the distributor can't see that we're telling people what the movie is. No. That we're I mean, full disclosure, we can tell people okay. what the movies are if they request the information. Oh, so it's like you can't go out of your way to tell people what grocery stores we sell beer in unless they request that information, it's, right? That's so, actually yeah, kind of true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, our license agreement says we can show movies and we don't have to charge admission, but we cannot explicitly advertise what that movie is. So we can't take out a billboard on a high street saying that we're showing operation dumbo drop operation dumbo <laughs> drop again um but if people request that information in in the form of uh subscribing to our newsletter or following a private instagram account or coming here and asking us then uh they can receive the information that way. <laughs> tuesday is our friend travis host trivia as long as he's not in new orleans doing who knows what um, he's here almost every Tuesday doing a great trivia. So come down, check that out. Uh, we have our vegan food truck where it all began. I get it. Every Tuesday. So that's great. That's fun. Do that. Wednesday, our two, our, our two fed, <laughs> our friends, two fed Indians are here <laughs> serving their <laughs> delicious and can be very spicy Indian food. Um, so check that out. Come. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Thursdays along with Sundays we've got our music series so Thursday evenings and Sunday afternoons we got live music out in the beer garden um, check out our website or our Facebook uh, for the full rundown on the whole music schedule and now for some breaking news this is kind of breaking um, so it's pride month it is June it is pride month um, for one you can order your pre-order your land grant pride themed t-shirt if you'd like um head to our website do that proceeds from that benefit um kaleidoscope youth center who we've worked with for years and it's a great organization um as well as the pride family network uh as well this year which is great um and stonewall our friends at stonewall um obviously have a lot going on this month um they kind of teased this out yesterday so i think we can talk about it just like a little bit i won't give too many details but um along with stonewall uh we are hosting a family-friendly event um ahead of the franklinton pride event Mm -hmm. and hold Um, on i gotta get the drum roll out you ready well hold on who is gonna be here on saturday June 26th in the morning. So this is going to be pre-opening. So this is like, I think it's going to be like 9 to 11. And it's a family-friendly event. And we're going to have, and I, my daughter is pretty pumped about this. We're going to have Columbus's own. Walk up the I'm waiting for the queue here. Nina West. Whoa. Hey. yo. Look at Nina, that. That's exciting. Yeah. Star of the Pride episode of Blue's Clues. That is coming out in the next couple of weeks. Sure. As well as um, an answer to the USA Today crossword puzzle two days ago. There, or wow. three days ago, actually, if you're listening to this USA one. Today crossword. That's the tough one. Fun facts with Justin. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So uh, details on that to come. And Stonewall is handling 
tickets for that. It's going to be a ticketed event. So follow Stonewall Columbus for the details and how to get your tickets for that. Should be awesome. And then also, like, uh, first crew match is a month from the day of the release of this podcast. First crew match at the new stadium, I should say. Hard to believe. I was riding my bike down the brewery a couple days ago and noticed the bridge. Yeah. Now, it's not cemented over. You couldn't pass it, but the structure is there now all the way across. It had been halfway across for a while coming from the trail. Yeah, the ramp. I've been checking every day and just about did a header on that gravel (laughs) as I turned and looked. It's pretty sketchy through that little stretch there on the trail. Yeah, I think they could clean that up a bit. I I'm sure that they will. That's pretty <laughs> – it's uncool to current bikers, actually, what's going mm-hmm. on there, I'll have to say. Yeah. That's, that's a little criticism. City I've got some, I've got some, you want with some it, wider tires on my bike, and I'm always happy that I do when I roll through that Yeah, stretch. Well, you're riding on the bike path on, like, a motorcycle. <laughs> first first crew match at the same I, – I drove my – my daughter wanted to see the new stadium because she didn't believe me that they're building a new stadium. Yeah. And uh, so we drove down past it uh, over the long weekend and I showed her where the land grant stand was going to be because you can see it from Nationwide or you can see the location from Nationwide Boulevard there. Sure. Or not Nationwide, whatever street's on. Um, and uh, she was very concerned that all of land grant would not fit in that spot. <laughs> we're gonna, that. We're yeah. going to try our darndest, though, to cram it all in there. Yeah. We're going to put our beer garden right out in the middle of the and field. She was also uh-huh. very curious what was going to go where Land Grant is when we move it all into Crew Stadium. Oh, uh, yeah. Bowling alley yeah, is what I heard. You, this would be a good building for a bowling alley. It would be a really cool bowling alley. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, I'm going to be in a cabin in Idaho. What are you suckers going to do on a podcast? Probably. Whew. Um, we did lie to people last week. Oh, hopefully yeah. someone's here that knows how to hit record on the computer. I think Benner will be here. But I apologize for teasing out Creams of Colch. We put it on pause. Pause. Pals. We put it on pause. Pals. It's on pause for the timing. <laughs> Ooh, I like where you're going there, Dan. Take what? us out of here, Michael. It'll be in a bright tank next week, right? I think sure. You will have to ask Michael King. I don't want to. I don't want to lie. Hopefully, it's in the tank and not just all over the floor back there, which happens a lot in that in that brewery. <laughs> More than you would think. Just accidentally opening valves and walking that's away. Yeah, that's what we got the drains for. Mm-hmm. Dip your bartenders. Oh.